Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Listen to it fizz. Alka-Seltzer. First, fast, and always. Yes, for first aid to fast relief from acid indigestion, headache, and the misery of colds, always rely on Alka-Seltzer. And now, direct from Cleveland, Ohio, Alka-Seltzer presents the Quiz Kids and the chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly. Thank you, Bob Murphy, and hello, everyone. Yes, here we are in the magnificent public music hall in Cleveland, Ohio. We're here to help celebrate National Children's uh, uh, Dental Health Day, which was originated here in Cleveland 11 years ago for the purpose of calling to everyone's attention the importance of dental health. And say, you should see all the children and grown-ups packed in this huge auditorium. We're all excited about all the fun we're going to have this afternoon, and, uh, well, how about it, gang? <laughs> yes, sir, you betcha. And we have dentists from all over the United States in our audience, and on our stage are five brave men of the dental profession ready to face the quiz kids in competition. Yes, it's five dentists versus five quiz kids. And let's meet our two teams right now. So here we go with roll call. First a quiz kid, then a dentist. Patrick? I'm Patrick Owen Conlon. I'm 13 years old and a 1A at Calumet High School in Chicago. Dr. Adelston? I'm Dr. Harold K. Adelston of New York University. According to the program here, I'm called a professor, a professor of dentistry for children, and I hope my boss, the dean of the school, is listening because really and truly, I'm just an associate professor. I could use that promotion. <laughs> All right. Naomi? I'm Naomi Cooks. I'm 12 years old and in 1B at Roosevelt High School in Chicago. Dr. Cohn? I'm Dr. Samuel Cohn, president of the Cleveland Dental Society. I brought along with me a rabbit's foot. Has anybody in the audience a set of Encyclopedia Britannica in their pockets? I might be able to use it this afternoon. <laughs> well, you might need it in that. Joel? I'm Joel Coverman, and I'm in 3A at Roosevelt High School in Chicago. Dr. Stolberg? I'm Dr. Sam Stolberg of Detroit, Michigan. After what the quiz kids did to the five University of Michigan professors a year or two ago, I'm just here to enjoy myself. <laughs> Harvey? I'm Harvey Deitch. I'm seven years old. I go to Edward School, and I'm in grade 3A. Dr. Hill? I'm uh, Thomas J. Hill, Western Reserve University, Cleveland, Ohio. I'm old enough to know better than to be here competing against these kids, but I don't. <laughs> and one of Cleveland's own quiz kids, selected with the cooperation of the school system in Greater Cleveland, John. I am John Aiken. I am 12 years old. I am in the seventh grade at Shaker Junior High School, Shaker Heights, Ohio. And last but not least, Dr. McFall. I'm Dr. Walter T. McFall from Asheville, North Carolina, where we have men to match our mountains, but they never taught us anything about crowds like Harvey. Well, doggone, what do you know about that? <laughs> sure like to hear him talk. Well, we're off. Here we go. Our contestants, your first question is from uh, Mrs. D.P. Mace of Akron, Ohio. 
according to his name, why might a senator from Vermont need a dentist? Dr. Stolberg. His name might be Aiken. Well, his name not only might be, but it is Aiken, so he is Aiken, and he could use a dentist. Very good. Now, while... Oh, the dentist just pulled a surprise on me. They've got a great big sign here that says, Yay, Dennis. I'll bet you fellas didn't think you'd be able to use that so early in the game. <laughs> That's all right. Well, they're regular good scouts. Now, while we're visiting here in this beautiful city of Cleveland, I think we should find out something about the city. So try this question from Mrs. Henry Anderson of Chicago. For whom is the city of Cleveland named? John? For Grover Cleveland. No, no, I'm sorry, son. Pe uh, Joel? Well, I believe this, uh, pardon me, I believe the city was uh, founded uh, around 50 years before uh, Grover Cleveland was president. I think it was uh, found, uh, named after uh, General uh, Moses A. Cleveland. Wasn't that it? That is absolutely right. Moses Cleveland. And by the way, do, uh, do any of you know the little story about why the spelling of uh, uh, Moses Cleveland's name is, uh, w was changed? Uh, that is, you know, they spell Cleveland. Now, his name was spelled C-L-E-A-V-E-L-A-N-D, and, of course, nowadays, Cleveland, Ohio, is spelled C-L-E-V-E. -E. Does anyone know the story? Well, I'll tell you, because I have it right here on my card. The spelling of the name was changed by a printer back in those days who uh, wanted to shorten it to make it fit his column. And that's, uh, that's the way it all happened. Now, the next question is from Mrs. Russell Lowe's of Bradford, Maine. You are to give at least three common expressions or quotations that refer to a dentist's work. Three common expressions or quotations. Naomi? Well, he's got a pull with the teacher. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a very good one. And Pat? Well, you give me a pain, and uh, let's get to the root of this problem. Fine. Dr. Hill? Looking down in the mouth. Looking down in the mouth. How <laughs> would he say that yet? <laughs> Joel? Well, let's have more drill on this. More drill. Pat? Well, there's uh, from the Bible, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And Naomi? Well, in Shakespeare's As You Like It, uh, there's a part where they say uh, old men uh, sans eyes, sans teeth, sans hair, sans everything. That's right. Uh -huh. Well, here's our next question. Now, it's from Marilyn Olson of Minneapolis, Minnesota, and uh, it goes like this. If dentists took care of animals and other creatures besides humans, would these creatures need a dentist? How about the African wild boar? Uh, Harvey? Well, I think it would need a dentist. Because the upper tusks grow, grow all the boar's life, and the, downer and the downer tusks rub against it to keep it from growing too far. The down, you but mean but, the lower tusks? Yeah, yeah, but when the lower tusks br break off, the upper tusk curves in a curve and goes and hits the boar's skull and, until it's killed. Yes, uh -huh. <laughs> that's right. That's very, very good, Harvey. Very good. It's very interesting to know, too. Now, can any of you think of any other creatures that might have interesting dental problems? Pat? 
Well, there's the pangolin and the nine-bedded armadillo. They don't have any teeth at all, so they wouldn't have many dental problems. No, they don't. Also, a giant anteater, I don't think, uh, has any teeth. Well, now, wait a minute. Harvey has his hand up again. Harvey? Well, uh, uh, the the common garden snail, I think, would have a very big problem for the dentist. Because it has 135 rows of teeth. In each row of teeth, it has 105 teeth. And when it munches through the... Uh, through the flower bed, it uses 14,175 teeth. And, but hey, I'll be alive, Jen. Well, that's certainly wonderful, Harvey. Dennis would be busy all afternoon on a snail, wouldn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, this question is from Miss Margaret Thompson of Cleveland. We know, uh, we all know that you dentists, as professional men, do not advertise. But just this once, we want to pretend you could advertise, and you are to make up advertising slogans that a dentist might use. Now, you can make them rhyme if you wish, and uh, if uh, it would make it easier to use a name in your slogan, you kids can use one of the dentist's names. And uh, if you dentists care to, you can pretend the quiz kids are dentists, too, and use one of their names, see? Now, I'll give you a few seconds to organize your thoughts on this while we hear from Bob Murphy. Alka-Seltzer. First. Fast. And always. Alka-Seltzer is first aid for the relief of acid indigestion. It's fast-acting, always dependable. Three good points to remember when you eat too much and acid indigestion results. First aid... Fast-acting, always dependable. Alka-Seltzer for the relief of acid indigestion. First, fast, and always. First, take one or two Alka-Seltzer tablets, dissolve in a glass of water, then drink the sparkling effervescent solution. You'll be surprised how fast Alka-Seltzer can relieve the distress of acid indigestion. You'll agree it's always dependable. Alka-Seltzer is first aid for relief of acid indigestion. It's fast-acting, Always dependable. Three good points to remember when you eat too much and acid indigestion results. First aid, fast acting, always dependable. Alka-Seltzer for the relief of acid indigestion. First, fast, and always. Ask your druggist for Alka-Seltzer. First, fast, and always. All right, contestants, we're going to pretend that dentists could advertise, so let's see how you've come along with your ideas for advertising slogans. Uh, let's see. Now, Dr. Samuel Stulberg has his hand up. As an advertising slogan to the dentists themselves, we might say, let Harvey's first call be gay and glad, and then he'll think you're not so bad. <laughs> well, now, is that fine? <laughs> it's all right. Now, Pat? Well, uh, mine goes something like this. Have a toothache? Well, Dr. McFall will pull them all. We'll pull them all, oh. Dr. McFall. Ah. Dr. Adelston. Well, we really can't advertise, but I'd like to remind everybody that as long as you breathe, you need your teeth. <laughs> That's okay. And uh, Naomi? Well, mine's for false teeth wearers. There's no need to go without food. Bring your teeth to Dr. Cohn. You'll have them back by 5 in the afternoon if they're brought in by 9 in the morning. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Cohn? Use a fluorine pill, and you won't need Dr. Hill. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Harvey? If your teeth ache, 
See the doc. He'll set them straight. Well, say, now, how do you like that? Oh, those were all very good slogans. So, now, let's get along with more questions. Mrs. Earl Robinson of Bakersfield, California, has a question about the greatest playwright of all time, Shakespeare. You are to identify the titles of two plays, and each one contains a term used in present-day sports. Which play's title contains a term used in uh, tennis? Dr. Stolberg? Love's Labor Lost. Love's Labor Lost. Right. That's very good. Get that sign up, Tom. Now, the next play, <laughs> they're all patting themselves on the back over there, the dentist. Now, the next play has a baseball term in its title. Joel? Comedy of Errors. A Comedy of Errors. That's right. Good boy. They get their hands up too fast for us. Friends, as usual, we're giving away the Alka-Seltzer Awards this afternoon when a question is answered correctly. The Alka-Seltzer Award is a fine zenith transoceanic portable radio that gives worldwide reception no matter where you are. It's really a dandy set, too, and one you'll be proud to own. On the other hand, when a question is missed... The Alka-Seltzer Award is a Zenith television set or a large console Zenith radio phonograph combination. The television set is the Zenith Buchanan, and it has everything. That's right. A new super-range chassis to ensure the ultimate in performance, the sensational built-in picture magnet aerial, single knob automatic tuning, and the glare band black tube for clearer pictures. The large console radio phonograph plays all types of records and has AM and FM radio. So if you would like to try for one of these fine Zeniths, send in a question for our radio program. Address your questions to Quiz Kids, Box Y, Chicago 77, Illinois. You know something, friends? When I heard we were going to be in Cleveland, I remembered my old friend Gene Carroll, who lives here, and I asked Gene to visit our program and uh, to bring Jake and Lena with him. You see, Jake and Lena are two of his characters he has portrayed on the air for many years. And I'd like you all to meet the man of many voices and one of radio's outstanding personalities, Gene Carroll. Thank you very much, Joe. It certainly is an honor to be on the program with you and the Quiz Kids, and I'm certainly glad you're in Cleveland. Well, thanks, Gene. We're glad to be... You know, it's just like old times working with you it again. It certainly is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, now let's get on to brass tacks here. I see you brought uh, along Jake and Lena. Mm-hmm. And uh, how about letting them uh, ask a question? Well, how about it, Jake? Okay, well, I'll tell you, Kids Quiz, what I'm going to do, see? I got a mouth organ here, and I'm going to play a little ditty or two, and you have to tell me the name of the piece and at least three people that are mentioned in the words of the piece. Pretty tough, but I think you might get it. Well, wait a minute. Now, do you mean to say you're going to play on that mouth organ? Well, sure, I'm going to play on it. Well, you can't play that mouth organ worth a cent. Oh, for goodness sakes, I can too. I can play worth two cents. Oh, give it to me. Here, let me play something for the kids' quiz. Okay, go ahead. You play it then. Here we go. All right, now, Lena, just a second here. Uh, Somebody has their hand Naomi? Well, that's uh, My Blue Heaven and... Uh... Baby and me and, uh, let me... Just oh, wait a minute. Uh, Dr. Stolberg? 
it goes just Molly and me, and, and baby makes three. Yeah. Oh, that, that's right. There <laughs> that you good? are. That's good? That's fine. Uh, by oh, the way, get that sign up, Tom. Well, the big sign, yay, dentist, is going up again. Uh, Dr. Stolberg, I wonder if you could give us a little sample of uh, Blue Heaven. Do you want that, that voice again? Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to hear him Just sing it. Molly yeah. and me. And baby, baby makes three. three. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, she enjoys that. Lena likes this. A very good, Doctor. Oh, yes, he, yes. he does quite well, yeah. Now then, uh, how about this next one, Lena? Are you going to give us another one here? No, I'm... no, I'm going to give this one, Joe. You see, uh, you see, I, I don't want to play any of those old chestnuts. I'd pl- like to play something new and let them guess some people oh. that are in it, okay? Oh, fine, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Gosh, already? I didn't start it yet. Well, go ahead and you can play a couple more bars. Okay. All right, fine. Uh, Harvey? Well, I, that's the thing. What thing? The thing. <laughs> oh. That's the name of the song. Oh, okay. the song, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, Harvey, can you tell us... Uh, uh, how many people are, uh, three anyway, uh, mentioned in the song? Can you? I think there's about four or five. Well, <laughs> who, who are they? Uh, well, I don't, I don't remember. Well, I'll tell you what you do. Uh, can Do you know the words to it? Yeah, I know part. I, well, I let's have a little sample. It. Maybe you might... Well, uh, I was walking down the beach one bright and sunny day. I spied a great big wooden box <laughs> floating in the bay. I tried over and opened it up, and much to my surprise, oh, I discovered her. Right <laughs> before my eyes. <laughs> well, say, Har- Harvey carries his own sound effects right along with him. Pat, can you give us well, some? Well, yes, uh, there are, uh, the three characters in there would be his wife. Yeah and the storekeeper, or the guy he knew, yes. and St. Peter. All right, fine, that's fine and dandy. Well, Gene Carroll and Jake and Lena, I want to thank you so much for being on our program this afternoon. Lots of luck to you, and we'll see you again. Thank you, Joe. So long, Joe. Bye-bye. Goodbye, Joe. You know, since I've been here in Cleveland, friends, meeting many of the prominent dentists from all over the country, I've had occasion to be reminded of how times have changed. You know, I remember when I was a youngster, I was only one of many children who hated to go to the dentist. But in these days of modern improvements and uh, new methods, children need have no fear of their dentist, but should consider him a good friend. We all know that dentists are continually carrying on research in many fields to learn the best ways to preserve our teeth, and we are truly grateful to them. One of the most interesting developments to me is the experiment in the use of fluorine for building up our teeth. So for Edna H. Stevenson of Los Angeles, California, would any of you dentists like to tell us what fluorine is, what it does, and whether or not there is any danger in using it? Dr. Hill? Fluorine is an element that is found in nature in the form of a salt. Usually, uh, as it occurs in water supplies, it's in the form of a calcium fluoride. Uh, We do not entirely understand the mechanism by which it protects teeth, but it apparently makes them less soluble in uh, dilute acids. 
therefore teeth that have been hardened or formed under the influence of fluorine are probably less susceptible to the acid decalcification that occurs in the production of dental caries. There is no danger in fluorine in the amounts that are recommended in water supplies, which are one part per million. It is toxic when it gets in large amounts, but in the recommended amounts, it contains no danger whatever. Well, thank you very, very much, Dr. Hill. Thanks a lot. certainly want to congratulate Cleveland on being a leader among the big cities in getting this project underway. Now, here's one from uh, Jeanette Wilson of New Orleans, Louisiana. Who made these unusual trips? Who became famous for traveling east when he meant to go west? Naomi? Well, that would be Christopher Columbus. Well, now, no, now, wait a minute. Uh, maybe I should have put that uh, differently. Uh, he, he was flying, by the way. Pat? That'd be Wrong Way Corrigan. Wrong Way Corrigan, that's right. Now then, who went to Washington but turned back and came home before he reached his destination? <laughs> I'm the only one that can answer that. Well, would you please enlighten us, Dr. Hill? <laughs> I did. You did? <laughs> what happened? I got on the train the wrong day to go to a meeting in Washington on the wrong day and got halfway down there before I found it out because one of my friends had the same berth that I had. And then when we compared our tickets, we found that both of us, my tickets, should have been for the day before that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Dr. Hill, do you do that very often? I hope not. (laughs) I was going to say, I've heard of absent-minded professors, but never absent-minded doctors. Now then, uh, you know, it isn't going to be easy to pick the winning team this afternoon because both sides are doing fine. I'm going to give you some time out now while we hear about relief from the misery of a cold. Alka-Seltzer. First, fast, and always. Alka-Seltzer is first aid for relief of cold miseries. It's fast-acting, always dependable. Remember Alka-Seltzer when you suffer the ache-all-over feverish miseries of a cold. First aid, fast-acting, always dependable. Alka-Seltzer for the relief of cold miseries. First, fast, and always. First, drop one or two Alka-Seltzer tablets into a glass of water. Watch while it fizzes and dissolves, and then drink the sparkling effervescent solution. See how fast Alka-Seltzer can make you feel better. How you can always depend on Alka-Seltzer for the relief you want from the miseries of a cold. And listen, if your cold causes a raw, raspy throat... Alka-Seltzer can be mighty helpful. For two tablets dissolved in a quarter glass of water makes a pleasant, soothing gargle. Yes, first, use Alka-Seltzer for the relief of the ache all over feverish misery of a cold and use it, too, as a pleasant, soothing gargle. Use Alka-Seltzer two ways and expect to feel better fast. Always rely on Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer is first aid for the relief of cold miseries. It's fast-acting, always dependable. First aid, fast-acting, always dependable. Alka-Seltzer for the relief of cold miseries. First, fast, and always. Ask your druggist for Alka-Seltzer. First, fast, and always. And now, Dennis and Quiz Kids, we move into the final session of today's competition, so on your toes. Marianne Richards of Boston, Massachusetts wants to test you on a little history. Who won what on each of these dates? 
who won what on January 1st, 1949? Who won what? Joel? Well, I imagine that would be the Rose Bowl. Uh, let's see. In, uh, All right, so who won what? I believe Michigan what? won. No, wait a second. 1949, no, that was uh, Northwestern beat California 20 to 14. All right, fine. Now then, who won what on April 1st, 1924? Pat? I'd probably take a guess that would be one of the dentists. One of the what? One of the dentists we have here today. Yes, it is one of the dentists. <laughs> I'm disappointed in him, too. Dr. Cohen won Mrs. Cohen as his bride. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> that was well, April Fool's Day, and I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's our bell. It's time now for the judges to name the winning team. While they're toning the scores, I have an important guest to introduce to you. She's a winner in last year's Quiz Kids Best Teacher Contest, 12-year-old Marcella Van Camp from Addison Junior High School here in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, now, Marcella, you just sit right down here beside me, honey, and uh, tell us about that letter you w wrote last year about your favorite teacher. What prize did you win? I won the uh, Quiz Kid pin and certificate. Well, good for you. Say, you're wearing your quiz, quiz Kid pin this afternoon, aren't you? In other words, you were one of 500 youngsters then that received that award. Were you thrilled? I certainly was. <laughs> well, you look just a little bit thrilled today, too, uh, why, might I ask? When uh, they called me Friday and told me that I was going to be on the program, well, I was quite excited. And another reason is that I'm supposed to write a story for our school newspaper. Oh, on, uh, on your experiences today. Well, what do you know about that? Well, tell me, uh, what did you say about your teacher, uh, Mrs. Kenzie, wasn't it? Yes, sir. What did you say in the letter you wrote to us last year? Well, she always uh, let us dramatize things that... Uh, we should remember, and that way uh, we understood them and remembered them quite well. Uh-huh. And uh, when, uh, when you wrote us, before you knew you were one of the winners, did you get a certificate from us to present to Mrs. Kenzie, notifying her that you thought she was the best teacher in the country? Yes, sir. Oh, boy, I'll bet that made her very happy. Did it? It did. Uh-huh. Well, now, just one more question, Marcella. Have you entered our contest again this year? Well, I haven't sent in my letter yet, uh, but I'm preparing it, and I'm going to send it in. Oh, fine. Well, now you remember, honey, the contest closes next Sunday night, so don't put it off very long now. And by the way, I, I have a thrill for you, Marcella. I just learned that Miss Pauline Powers of Youngstown, Ohio, who won a $2,000 prize in last year's contest as the best teacher of 1950, is right here in our audience today. Now, where are you, Miss Powers? Would you stand up, please? There she is. She's a wonderful teacher and a very wonderful person. Thank you, Miss Powers, and thank you, Marcella. Now, remember, boys and girls, this year's Quiz Kids Best Teacher Contest closes one week from tonight, so don't wait. Get busy on your letter now. Just write a letter of any length on the subject... The teacher who has helped me most. The writers of the two top winning letters will each receive a $1,000 United States savings bond, 
and the writers of the next 50 best letters will each win $10 in cash, and those attractive Quiz Kids pins and honor certificates Marcella told us about go to the writers of the next best 500 letters. So if your letter wins, your favorite teacher will receive first prize. There will be two winning teachers selected. Our sponsor, the Miles Laboratories, is awarding to the teacher selected as the best teacher of the year, and the most promising teacher will receive $2,000 to be used for graduate study. Now remember, boys and girls, write a letter of any length on the subject, the teacher who has helped me most, and send it before next Sunday night to Quiz Kids Best Teacher Contest, Box Y, Chicago 77, Illinois. Well, now the judges have handed me the scores. They report that as a class, you didn't miss any questions this afternoon. The dentists have a score of 110 points, and the Quiz Kids 120. Well, congratulations, Quiz Kids. One-a-day brand multiple vitamins taken every day give complete protection against the let-down, all-in, pepless feeling that results from the lack of any or all of the known essential vitamins. Health surveys indicate that millions of school children show definite signs of vitamin deficiency disease. Protect your family. Don't let lack of vitamins interfere with the normal growth, energy, and progress of your children. Remember, one-a-day brand multiple vitamins protect Remember the name and the package, blue with a big one. Listen to the Quiz Kids Coast to Coast every Sunday afternoon and see and hear Alka-Seltzer's Quiz Kids television show on NBC. Consult your local newspaper for time and station. This is Bob Murphy speaking. Jimmy Durante, Fred Allen, and Judy Holliday visit the big show today on NBC. Mm.